Hi, welcome to Monocular, a storytelling podcast where I offer you a one-eyed look at the distant and not-so-distant past. it through last week's 25-minute episode, I thought it would only be fair if I rewarded you with a much shorter and more lighthearted one this time. It's a quick little story about an encounter that took place in New York City's East Village in the summer of 2013. I was still living in Denmark, and my oldest friend, Nils, was living and working in New York at the time. I was there on vacation, visiting him, and on the days he still had to go to work, I would essentially just walk all over the city while taking in, as a tourist, what had become his everyday world. Monocular is written, performed, recorded, and produced by me, Miguel Elbeck, and you can get all the information you want about the show on monocularpod.com, including how to support the show for just $2 a month. Monocular is a Torahtown Storyworks production, and for more information about the company, a one-stop shop for all kinds of storytelling, please visit torotown.com. Now, on to the story. With all due respect to the ever-present provider of coffee to go, the title of the story is Starbucks is Satan, in quotation marks, so please don't sue me, Starbucks. Here we go. I'm standing at perhaps my 100th street crossing today, this time holding a Starbucks cup of iced coffee. Next to me is a peculiar-looking guy with a wonderful comb-over kind of hairstyle. Having just purchased a new lens, I think about how much I want to photograph him. That doesn't happen, but he does start talking to me. I pull one headphone out and listen to what he has to say. Pointing to my plastic cup, and specifically the star above or on the crown of the two-tailed Starbucks mermaid, he tells me that the five-pointed star is a satanic symbol. He's avoiding eye contact, as I find such random missionaries often tend to be. I tell him that he's pointing upwards to heaven, not down towards hell. It doesn't matter. It's still the same symbol, he says. What about the mermaid itself, then? Is she satanic, too? That's just a mythological figure. How easily he discards one superstitious belief while feeling so strongly about the other that he feels he has to educate random people on the street. I ask him if he really thinks Starbucks is run by Satanists. He doesn't answer yes or no, but refers to the fact that they're using a Satanic symbol, implying that they must be at least mildly Satanic. I tell him that I'm not a Satanist, that I just like coffee. Well, you should buy your coffee from a different place then, he says. He starts walking diagonally in a different direction, still avoiding eye contact and not appreciating in the slightest that I, in all probability, gave him much more of a chance to present his case than most other people he preaches to in the street. Now I'm sitting in Tumpkin Square Park with my coffee, enjoying the sensation of horns slowly forming under the skin on my forehead. So rather than taking the good Lord's name in vain, I'll simply state that, Hail Satan, 
This is good coffee. Now, while I still do purchase coffee from Starbucks every now and then, mainly while on the road with my wife, my taste in coffee has been ever so slightly refined in the years that have passed since 2013. As such, I feel it's appropriate to add a little bonus story to this already terribly short episode of Monocular. It's hardly even a story. It's more of a scene which took place in 2016 at the Gear Street location of one of my most favorite local coffee shops here in Durham, North Carolina, Cocoa Cinnamon. If I were to hail the devil over a cup of coffee today, it would most certainly be a cup from Cocoa Cinnamon rather than one from Starbucks. Just so you know, and so coffee aficionados won't judge me too hard. Anyhow, here's the bonus story. I'm sitting in the sun outside Cocoa Cinnamon. A little kid with glasses, a girl at about five years of age, walks by the communal table I'm randomly sharing with two women, both about 50. They'd been keeping busy working on the write-up of a $250,000 sex ed project that forces them to utter sentences like, let's preface this with oral sex, and now on to abuse, violence, and harassment. That last sentence is accompanied by laughter and the suggestion to maybe change that headline. Then, as the kid walks by, one of the women starts a conversation essentially with herself. At first, it's directed at the little girl. Oh, I love your glasses. Then she turns to the other woman and says, I love kids with glasses. They're so cute. The other woman responds, Yeah, me too. They make me cry. Then the first woman simply started philosophizing out loud. You really have to tell them that they look good with glasses because kids feel weird about wearing glasses. Or maybe they don't. Kids these days don't think a lot of the things we used to think were weird are weird. Like bisexualism. 